You're listening to a message from Impact Student Ministry, a middle and high school-oriented production of The Summit Church. All right, guys. All right, all right. How's everybody feeling? Yeah, good, good, good. A little spirit. Everybody take a knee, sit down, relax, lay down. Let's just chill out for a little bit. Guys, we're so excited you're all here hanging out with us tonight. My name is Chris. If it's your first time to Impact, welcome. Please stick around after the message. We will have something for you guys right up front, known as the VIP experience. Uh, but tonight, guys, we're starting a brand new series known as Fulfilled. And to go ahead and start, I feel like I'm all up in y'all's way. Excuse me. Guys, to start, the question I have for y'all is what do you do in your life when things start to seem weird? Question it. Yeah, you shout it out. What do you guys do when things get weird in your life? Awkward, yeah. Well, we're talking about here like things that are weird, like first day of school weird. So I'm talking about like that's an awkward moment when you're kind of out of your comfort zone. How about this? First date weird. You know that date like when you got sweaty hands and like guys, y'all have like 400 pieces of gum in your mouth where you can't even talk. Y'all with a good breath. She can't even understand anything you're saying, man. Like that's not going to work out well for you. Uh, hey, what about this, guys? Like that weird moment. When you try and go to, like, your school's soccer or football or basketball game, and you're like, yeah, like, I really want to, like, I'm sorry. Girls, I've heard y'all do this a lot. And, guys, I know, we, guys, we do it too. But, girls, y'all just express it. Girls are like, yeah, like, I really want to go to the football game, but I don't know, like, if any of my friends are going. And even better is, like, some of y'all will actually go to the football game, and that walk across the bleachers is the most painful 12 seconds of your life. You're like, I hope somebody says my name. Please say my name. Please say my name. Please say my name. Please. Uh, okay, they didn't. I'm going back, getting in the car. Mom, come pick me back up, please. Uh, my friends aren't here. Guys, weird moments are not really fun. They're awkward. We don't know what to do in those moments in time. Middle school, some of y'all right now, guys, it's weird to talk and see girls. My sixth grade guys are like, no, it's not. Girls, y'all are like, man, I don't want anything to do with guys right now. It's just a, it, it's, it's a weird phase. Middle school is weird. High school is weird. I asked Whitney this question. You know, what do you do when things seem weird in your life? And she's like, what do you mean by weird? I said, okay, well, what's something that you think is really weird that some of your friends do? She said, well, my best friend, you know, Whitney has like a thousand best friends. My best friend, Whitney from Louisiana, she eats these things called crawfish. Yeah, ooh. And I was like, oh, that sounds disgusting. She's like, yeah, like if you guys ever seen a crawfish before when you eat it, it actually has the eyes and like the little whiskers and antennas, and like all of it. And you just eat it and like suck the guts and everything out of it, like delicious. That's weird. Whitney says that is out of my comfort zone. I'm never, ever, ever going to try it. For me, like something that's really weird for me and things that I don't do, scary movies. I can't, man. So, um, one of the, the volunteers earlier, one of our boys, um, Miles, was trying to show me a clip from It earlier. Because I guess they do this whole, the whole loser, whatever it is. And he was showing me that. And I was like, all right, this is a two-minute clip in YouTube. Like, I hope there's nothing scary here because I have to, like, not act afraid in front of him and everybody else. Guys, I don't like scary movies. I don't. And that's what blew my mind about a month and a half ago. I came home from work. Whitney and Iris are hanging out. They're watching this show on Netflix. I'm like... Hey, what are y'all watching? She's like, oh, you're not going to like it. It's really weird. I was like, it's weird? What do you mean? She's like, well, it's not scary, but it's just, you know, it's different. I was like, what do you mean? She said, well, it's kind of strange. I said, strange. 
I said, okay, like, what do you mean by strange? Well, Stranger Things. I was like, Stranger Things? Oh, the show Stranger Things. Okay, yeah, let me try and watch some of this. Guys, I started watching some of it with, with my wife. And one night we watched the first episode. And I don't know what it was because typically when things are weird, like for me, I usually go the opposite direction. Anybody else with me? If it's weird, like I'm not going to be a part of this. Stranger Things was on. First episode, I watched it. I loved it. Second episode, I'm hooked. I don't know what's going on. There's crazy things. You're just a girl with a buzzed head, eating Eggos, bleeding out of her nose, and like Jedi mind tricks, flipping vans. I was like, this is sweet. This is great. Then there's this, uh, the big monster, what's it called? The Demogorgon. Demogorgon's always like, you know, like out of nowhere. I'm like, this is so weird. Like this thing is coming out of a wall. And I'm asking Whitney, like, hold on, babe. Like, why is it coming out of a bedroom? Like, is that where its home is? Like, I don't know what's going on. This is weird to me. And she's like, no, you don't understand. It's the upside down. And I'm like, yeah, I don't understand. I don't get it at all. But I kept watching. And then later, it was the third episode. And I'm like, I'm staying up. It's like 1 o'clock in the morning. And Whitney's like on the verge of falling asleep. So I said, okay, I, let me, I think I can watch this. Well, she fell asleep about halfway through it. And I was so close cuddled to her, like trying to watch it and not get terrified. In the fourth episode, I wanted to watch, but she was knocked out, snoring, so I'm like, okay, I'm not going to watch any more of this. But guys, I've been all about some Stranger Things, and that's a joke. My wife doesn't snore. She just breathes like an angel, you know, like those very, very sweet melodies, okay? I had to say that. But guys, I don't know what it was about this thing that was so strange and weird, because typically I run that way when I'm confronted with that. And I bet a lot of us in our own lives when something comes to us and it is different, it is weird, it is strange, if we don't understand it, if it's something we don't really even care to understand, we typically just be like, deuces, adios, hasta luego, see you later, bye-bye, whatever you want to say. I don't know how to speak French, so I can't say it in that language, but we say bye. Now, Christians in the room, something that we have really, really not talked that much about, I want to talk about tonight. It's something that if you've asked Jesus into your heart and you have a relationship with him or you're trying to have a relationship with him and a connection with him, this is something that a lot of us feel is so weird we don't even talk about or we don't know how to respond to it. And here's what we're talking about. The Holy Spirit. Some of you are all like, oh my goodness, the Holy Ghost, what do we do with this? Uh, if you're not a Christian, y'all might be like, all right, this is like where I'm out. This is about to get crazy. They're going to start sacrificing animals up in here. Like, I don't know what to think. No, not at all. But we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit and what it means to us as followers of Jesus. Now, if you're not sure about this whole Jesus thing and you're here kind of just checking out everything, came with a friend or came after practice, man, we're so glad you're here. What we're going to talk about tonight and over these next few weeks, it's so important for y'all too because the Holy Spirit is something that you can absolutely positively experience just like everybody else in this room who has asked Jesus in their hearts if you'd like to. And if not, if you're like, well, I'm still not really sure about this Jesus thing, I guarantee you're going to have weird moments in life because we all do. Y'all probably had a weird moment on the way here. But the Holy Spirit is what we're jumping into. Some of y'all are already like, oh my goodness, this is going to be the worst thing ever. Yeah, I love the awkward silence. So let's jump into the book of John. John chapter 14. Guys, and here's something about the Holy Spirit that a lot of us might not know. It is something that is right here in our hearts. Now, I, I watched the movie Guardians of the Galaxy last night, the first one, which I believe is super underrated. 
I think it's a great movie. But one part of that movie when Ronan takes the Infinity Stone, and they're like, Ronan, don't do it. You're not powerful enough. It's going to destroy you. Because usually the Infinity Stone will destroy you from the inside out. Ronan takes it, and he screams, ah. His eyes turn like purple. I'm like, dude, something's wrong with you, man. Looks like a reject from the Blue Man group. I don't know what he was doing, right? Or Smurf. It was something crazy. But all of a sudden, he's got all this power in him. And I was like, you know what? The Holy Spirit for us, y'all, we should, it's like an infinity stone that we have in here. It's, some, it's the same power that rose Jesus from the grave, and it lives right here in us. Now, I'm not encouraging you to go and fight and take on a whole galaxy or planet, but I am telling you that same power is in here. What if we saw it as an infinity stone? If you've seen Infinity War, do not tell me what happened. I haven't seen it yet, okay? But here's Jesus. All right, Jesus is talking to his disciples. The book of John, this guy John writes about it. He tells us about it. And this is when he really kind of starts talking about this idea of the Holy Spirit. And check out what Jesus says to his boys. He says, if you love me, obey my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. Hey, Christians in the room. We understand Jesus. Jesus was God's son. We get that. Jesus was a human who lived, who died on the cross. We understand that. God, the creator of all things, the universe, the heavens, the earth, we can understand that. But does anybody else think that this idea of a Holy Spirit might be kind of weird? I know I do. I've always thought it's kind of weird. Unless we, that's why I want to talk more about it. What Jesus is telling them is, hey, this advocate, that's what the Holy Spirit is. Anybody know what an advocate is? Yeah, it's a, it's a support, it's a helper. Any wrestling fans in here? Any, like, Brock Lesnar fans? Brock Le- oh, my goodness. Okay, well, Brock Lesnar has a manager. His, he's the advocate of the beast. His name is Paul Heyman. Guys, an advocate is somebody who's a helper. Right? An advocate is somebody who is there to support you and ride with you and be there through thick and thin at all times. He's going to provide aid. He will be that one person, that one guy, that one being, who will never, ever leave you. And Jesus is saying, hey, check out, guys, this advocate will never, ever leave you. He keeps going. Jesus tells him, he says, he is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. You guys ever have a friend who, like, gives you all really bad advice? Like, hey, man, yeah, you don't need to go to school. Let's just hang out, you know, and hang out in the parking lot instead. Nobody will notice us in our cars. Okay, well, that's obviously not going to happen. Guys, if you have friends like that, like who lead you astray, man, that's, that stinks. And you're like, I can't believe I listened to him. The Holy Spirit will never, ever, ever lead us astray because he's our advocate, he's our helper, he's our supporter. He leads us to all what? Truth. He keeps going. He says, the world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and it doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and he will later be in you. You know who Jesus is talking about when he says this Holy Spirit is living with you now? Is like living and hanging out with you and doing all these things with you? He's actually talking about who? He's talking about himself. He says, I'm the Holy Spirit, like right now I'm here with you, but later I'm going to be in you. Hey, if one of your friends told you that, like, hey, let me tell you something. I'm living with you now, but later I'm going to be living inside of your stomach. I'm just going to like all of a sudden just like live in your chest. It's going to be weird. Like it's going to be cozy. Y'all heard of Casper, the friendly ghost? I'm, you know, the really, really holy friendly ghost. I would freak out. I would probably say, Jesus, I don't really understand what you're trying to say right now. It didn't really resonate with the disciples. 
So I know it's probably hard for a lot of us as well if we didn't even get it, if the disciples didn't even get it. But here's the Holy Spirit, guys. A definition for y'all or something just for us to remember tonight in the next two weeks. The Holy Spirit is this. It is a spirit of God and of Jesus. It is something, guys, that is part of the Trinity. If anybody's been baptized before, you get baptized in the name of God the Father, God the Son, who is the human Jesus, and then God the whole, yeah, the Holy Spirit. Guys, the Holy Spirit is something that is with us at all times. It's a part of Jesus' character, his attitude, his nature, who he was. And I love it that he, uh, he keeps talking about this here. So I want to give you all an example real quick, okay? I want you guys to check out this cordless phone, or excuse me, a corded phone. I think it's actually, it is literally unplugged right now, too. I think Witt unplugged it. This is great. Guys, anybody ever seen one of these before? Y'all have? Wow. Does anybody ever use one of these things? Oh, this is great. Would anybody rather use one of these than their Apple smartphone or iPhone or anything? Some of us, maybe. Okay. Well, my leaders in the room definitely remember once upon a time when we had these things. And like, if your girlfriend or something was calling, you actually had to memorize numbers. Like, hey, I'm going to call this girl. And if you're in elementary school, you have to call a girl like between the hours of 5 and 5.15 or the dad's like, you cannot call unless you can. I'm like, dude, I'm in practice then, but I see what you're trying to do. That's slick, but I'll find a way to make it happen. But you had to memorize numbers. We didn't have contacts and stuff like y'all have. It was tough. And you had to call, and you know what's awkward is when you're sitting on the phone trying to have a conversation with your sweetheart or boo thing or whatever you want to call it. And guess what? Like, everybody's right there. You can't really walk away. So somebody had a great idea to make a long, stretchy cord. So now instead, you're like, okay, well, let me just, let me just walk over this way a little bit over here. And you're in the same room. And you might walk over here a little bit. Same room. You can't really go anywhere because with a corded phone, you're pretty much stuck in, in one place. You guys with me on this? Corded phone, stuck in one place. Get it. Cellular phones, what does that mean? You can go everywhere. You can go anywhere you want. Okay, check this out, women. Let's go this, uh, let's go this next verse, please. Jesus tells his disciples this. He says, all right, guys, here's the deal. I'm getting ready to leave. Unfortunately, my time on this earth is short It's about to all go down. And Jesus wants them to be excited because they were all used to this idea of a corded phone. All the disciples were used to this. They were used to talking to Jesus by physically being with him. Having the presence of Jesus meant you were next to him because he was a human being. Here's what Jesus says. Hey, guys, I'm getting ready to go away to the one who sent me. In other words, I'm going back up to heaven to God. And not one of you is asking where I'm going. Instead, you grieve because of what I've told you. In other words, Jesus is saying, you guys are so upset that I'm leaving, but you don't even understand what it means since I'm going. You don't understand the benefit that's about to happen. Jesus says, in fact, it is best for you that I go away. Because if I don't, the advocate, the Holy Spirit, my character, my nature, my being, it will not come. If I do go away, then I will send him to you. Hey, think about this, guys. If Jesus, I love to paint this picture, if Jesus did not go to the cross and die for our sins, like we'd be in a lot of trouble, first of all. But secondly, if he did not do that, to talk to Jesus, we would have to physically, we would have had to be next to him. We'd have had to been in his physical presence. Imagine how hard that would have been with a corded phone. Now, gratefully, anybody have a cell phone? Can I use one of your phones? Oh, okay, thank you. This is a, what, what is this, the, uh, is this like the Apple iPhone 13 or something? 
I like this. This is nice. Guys, when Jesus said, hey, look, guys, y'all are upset, but guess what? What's best for you is that I leave. Because if I don't leave, the only time you can ever be in my presence, the only time you can ever be in uh, the midst of me, and the only time you can ever feel my presence and talk to me is when you are attached to that corded phone, sitting in the kitchen, trying to talk to your boo thing with your mom around the corner. It doesn't work out well. But since I'm leaving, guess what I'm going to give you? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit means wherever you go, I'm going to go. My spirit's going to go. So it's like a cell phone. Guys, when cell phones came out, they were weird. They were different. They were strange. And a lot of people were like, I'm not sure about car phones. They were really a lot bigger than this and bulky. But some people said, I want to stay because that's what I was used to. Hey, when we find something weird or strange, a lot of times we turn the other way from it. The disciples, they were tempted right here to say, no, I'm not sure, Jesus. Like, I like hanging out with you. I like being physically next to you. Like, I don't know if I'm really ready for all of us to all of a sudden be by ourselves. And this advocate, this spirit that you're talking about is supposed to be here and hang out with me. I'm not sure if I'm ready for that. Guys, disciples weren't really ready for the cell phone Jesus. Which meant, if you've asked him into your heart, all of us in here, the cell phone Jesus is, when I'm struggling because my parents are getting a divorce, Jesus is here with me. When I'm struggling because my boyfriend broke up with me, yeah, Jesus has got me. He's here. When I don't know what to do because college is coming up and I thought I was going to this school, now the school told me I can't go there anymore, man, you're not on a corded phone. you got a cell phone Jesus. That's what the Holy Spirit is for us. Guys, when you're really going through a hard time with your family and somebody in your family is really, really sick or struggling with cancer, we got a cell phone Jesus, which is phenomenal for us. That Holy Spirit literally means it's with us at all times to help us. Because if I was stuck on this corded phone, man, it really wouldn't be that fun to only be with Jesus when you're next to him, to only feel his presence when you're next to him. Guys, it wouldn't cut it for me. And also, everybody hears your conversations with corded phones. It's, it's not good for any of us. Uh, guys, my idea for tonight is this. God wants us to embrace this Holy Spirit, this cell phone Jesus, and he wants us to be fulfilled with this Holy Spirit. Okay? He wants us to embrace it. He wants us to say, hey, I can have Jesus with me at any time, at any place through his spirit because of what he did. Just like y'all take your cell phones everywhere. If you've asked Jesus in your life, then he is with you everywhere through all the trials and the hard times. And it's crazy. You know, I think a lot of us, though, hey, thank you for your phone very much. I appreciate it. You had a text from some boy. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. Uh, embarrassed? Oh, my. <laughs> I'm just joking with you. Guys, I think a lot of us in this room, right, a lot of us, we've asked Jesus into our heart. We have a wonderful time on Wednesday nights at Impact. We have a great time with our small group and trying to hit our small group leader in the face with kickballs, right? We love this idea of Jesus thing. We love this church thing. We love God and we love Jesus, but the Holy Spirit is something we don't really understand. We can't really get our minds around it, so so, so many of us turn this way instead of saying, let me try and figure this thing out. It's strange, it's different, it's weird, but I want to try it. Hey, two and a half years ago, oh, I, I hope I'm right, we, uh, my wife and I, we had our honeymoon in Jamaica. I got, I got a little uh, picture for y'all. It's an appropriate picture. Don't, don't worry here. Isn't that nice? What are we eating? Yes. As we went to this place called Sandals, it is where uh, Michael Scott goes with Jan in the office. It's very, very true. <laughs> Guys, we went to Sandals, which was an all-inclusive, 
oceanfront beach resort. I don't know if y'all ever heard of an all-inclusive resort, but I'm talking like all-inclusive. Like when you get there, you don't even know where your wallet is. You don't have to worry about paying for nada, nothing at all. Everything is covered because you paid before. Some of y'all are like, I want to go there right now. There's so much food. So we'd go and eat, and every time we went out to eat at these, like, nice restaurants. And I'd be like, hey, Whit, like, I'm really hungry. I don't know if I should get the seafood pizza, which was awful. I think it had shells in it. It was, not, it was the worst thing of the week. Or, like, a pepperoni pizza or this. And she's like, well, I don't know. Why don't you get both? And I was like, okay. Yeah, I'm going to get both these things. Guys, at dinner, I would get lamb and I would get steak, two different entrees. Why? Because it was all-inclusive. And I would eat it all, and then I'd feel terrible for the rest of the night. But, guys, literally, any place you went, you could get two meals, three meals. You could go from this restaurant to that restaurant. You'd wear a band. Everything was covered for you. Kind of like that delicious food at Big Stuff. It's all-inclusive, right? Yeah. Mmm. Mmm. So good. This is a picture of New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve with my, uh, I had the most beautiful date on the entire country of Jamaica, man. And we had a wonderful time, but... On New Year's Eve, guys, they had a buffet that night. Every restaurant had their best food out there for us to go and to get food from. Uh, I got the lamb. I got lobster. I got steak. I got sushi. And if you notice in this picture, these are two lobster tails. This is sushi. This is lamb. There's another plate over here on this other side. And Whitney was sitting by herself. So I'm sitting there, and I'm getting plates, and I'm getting this. I'm like, man, I'm so hungry. I'm going to get this. 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 And I just laid it on the table, and Whitney's like, Chris, this is ridiculous. It looks like I'm eating all this food by myself. And I was like, babe, I'm sorry. Like, it's all all inclusive. It's all free. Like, I don't know what I would do. Why would I miss out on this opportunity right now when it's right here for me? I think for a lot of us, guys, We're going through life right now. We're trying so hard in relationship with Jesus, and we're trying with God, but we are missing out on an all-inclusive resort because the Holy Spirit that wants us to rely on him and trust him and talk to him and connect with him. He's right now inside all of us. If you've asked Jesus into your heart, then he's there. And a lot of us, yeah, okay, Jesus, okay, God, but we're missing out on all this. Man, it's so awesome. I know for a fact when I go to one of those resorts, I'm going to get my money's worth. How many of us are getting our money's worth right now in our relationship with the Holy Spirit? Hey, because I tell you what, oh, the price was paid. God paid the ultimate price by giving his son Jesus. And a lot of us, we're just cruising and we're not even experiencing the things that God would want us to experience through his spirit. Here's a question for y'all. This is the last thing we're going to talk about here. God wants us to be fulfilled. He absolutely does. That's why he sent his son Jesus. That's why Jesus sent his spirit for us. That's why his spirit is living in each and every one of you guys. Maybe you're like, okay, how can I experience that? How can I get my all-inclusive? How can I have my cellular Jesus wherever I am? Because he's there with you. If you've asked him in your heart, he is absolutely positively there with you. And here are some of the fruits of the spirit. God wants us to be fulfilled with love with joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and a little bit of self-control. 
Some of y'all from kickball definitely need to do some self-control. Guys, this is what the Spirit is trying to offer us. Hey, look, a lot of us got to take our phone and toss it, man, because we are not corded up anymore. We have a relationship with Jesus, and because we have a relationship with Jesus, man, we got the Holy Spirit living in us. And these are things that he wants us to experience and live in and be filled with. Some of y'all might be sitting there right now and be like, love? I've never been loved before, ever. My parents don't care about me. What a, how am I going to be filled with love? Joy? I'm not happy. My friends make fun of me all day. I don't even have friends. I don't know what joy is. Peace. How can I live in peace when the only thing my family does is argue? Only thing that happens to me when I get to school is I'm told I'm wrong all day. I don't know what peace is. Patience. Man, people just shout at me all the time because I'm running late and I'm trying so hard and I can't experience it. Kindness. It's tough to show kindness today. The way people talk and interact with each other. And maybe you've never really seen kindness or lived in kindness. Goodness. Friends aren't good. Why should I be good? Faithfulness, man. Some of you are like, I'm trying so hard to be faithful for God, and I'm praying to him, and I'm working on this, and I'm working on that. But, man, I just don't, I don't feel like he's answering any prayers. I don't really know what to do right now. I can't be faithfulness. I don't know what that is. Or gentleness. Never experienced a gentle, you know, hug from one of your parents saying, hey, great job in that game, man. You did such a great job. I'm proud of you. It's hard if you've never been told somebody's proud of you before. Or self-control. Self-control is a tough one for, for a lot of us. Guys, I don't know what fruit you're struggling with. I don't know where God wants to fill you more in your life. I have no idea what the Holy Spirit wants to offer. But I promise you, this is the all-inclusive relationship that he wants with you. And when you ask Jesus into your heart and you say, hey, man, you're my Lord, you're my Savior, I want to live for you, he wants you to live with these things. How nice would it be if we woke up and we were filled with all these I know for a fact I'm not perfect. I know for a fact that I have to work on some of these things. I, honestly, I probably need to work on all of them. But what's great is, is I got a cellular Jesus, man, the Holy Spirit right here with me at all times. And he wants that all-inclusive lifestyle for me. And he wants it for each and every one of y'all. We're going to sing a new song tonight. Uh, you guys might have heard it uh, from Elevation Worship, known as Fullness talking about the full feeling that we get, man, and that relationship that Jesus wants in our lives through his spirit. He wants us to be filled with that spirit. And I'm not talking like, oh, yeah, like I, I kind of like Jesus. I'll get my Jesus on on Wednesday. He wants us to be filled with his spirit throughout the whole week, throughout all of our trials, throughout all of our hard times. That's why he did what he did, and he paid the price that he did. And it's for all of us. Some of us in the room might now be like, I I want to figure out what that looks like. And if that's you, and if, if you want to pray that prayer, we'd love to pray it with you. And I'm going to go through that right now. Uh, we're going to bow our heads, and then we're going to jam out to a little elevation song, of course. But let's pray right now. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all these students here tonight. Thank you for, uh, Lord, all their stories. Thank you for the hard times they're going through right now, Lord. They're not easy. You know, it's, it's not fun when we face a lot of these things that you face in middle school and face in high school and facing the unknown with the future. But God, what's so great is that when you sent your son Jesus, 
You send him and his spirit to be with us at all times through those things and through those moments. God, I pray that we can have not a corded relationship with you. We're stuck in the kitchen talking on a house phone, but help us to have that relationship with you wherever we go, an all-inclusive relationship with you, God, to be filled with your Holy Spirit. I pray for those students tonight who, who are struggling with this and struggling with the fruits. I also pray, God, for those who've never asked you before in their life. And, and for those students right now, if, if that is them, if it's on their heart, I would just pray, Lord, that uh, they would repeat this simple prayer. Father God, I'm a sinner. I'm broken. I've messed up so many times. Please uh, forgive me. God, I need you in my life, and I want a relationship with your son, Jesus, so I can experience this fullness. Thank you, Father, and I pray we enjoy this song and worship with all of our hearts to have that relationship with you. It's in your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you would like to get more information on Impact Student Ministry or The Summit Church, visit us online at thesummitchurch.net.